Netball's got to have money, surely. There's got to be money coming in. It's not... I can't... I refuse to believe it's a poor sport at the moment, just the way that I, I watch it unfold, and it's kind of just... As a, as a female athlete, watching netball go through that makes me really sad. That was Elisa Healy on Offsiders last Sunday morning. So since then, we've learnt that the Australian cricketers have put their hand in their own pocket to create a $200,000 support fund for netballers in their pay dispute that's currently ongoing at the moment. It's a staggering sort of cross-code step and one which certainly I can't remember in my time covering sport. Nat Medhurst, a former Diamond, uh, posted on Twitter during the week as a netballer now working in cricket. I'm completely blown away by this unprecedented show of support by our cricketers. Thank you to the ACA and Australia's players across the board. I'm pleased to say the former Diamond herself, Nat Medhurst, joins me on Summer Grandstand across the country. Uh, Nat, appreciate your time. Absolute pleasure. Uh, this is an amazing step. I mean, what I just read your initial reaction out and, and what you posted on Twitter, but now that a couple of days apart, uh, have passed, how have you been able to, to process this move? Yeah, it's pretty remarkable, to be honest. I, I woke up, I think it was Tuesday morning, um, to an email that said, I, I work in cricket. I work um, with the ACA as a player development manager over here in WA, in our women's program, and woke up to an email um, around this and was just completely, as I said in that statement, blown away um, with this. So having been a former uh, netballer, also been a president of the Netball Players Association, it's just a horrible and really sad time at the moment for our playing group. And just to see what our cricketers have done and knowing that they've you know, had some battles as well in previous MOU negotiations was just, um, yeah, an incredible and very selfless thing for them to do because there was no reason why they needed to no. do it. Um, yeah, and I know it's certainly going to a long way to help a lot of athletes at the moment who have no source of income. Probably shows a lot of the modern state of mind, and particularly in sports where they're all competing you know, seemingly for the same entertainment buck, or at least they think they are, where I think a lot of people firstly went, you know, what's in it for cricket? And I guess the answer is nothing. That They're doing it purely to try and help the netballers <laughs> out. Is that your read on it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, they do. They get absolutely nothing out of it. They're getting a hell of a lot of uh, good PR, that's for sure. Um, but outside of that, there's nothing. As I said, it's a completely selfless thing for them to to do. It's remarkable. I heard um, Alyssa Healy's comments on ABC Insiders last weekend. It was actually the day of a test match. I was up in Brisbane ready to um, do some commentary for the Australian-New Zealand game. And so that was certainly being spoken about. Her comments then and then a few days later for them to go out and do this. And I guess netball and cricket um, do work closely together. They're part of um, the All Athletes Alliance, which is a governing body of a whole group of players' associations, which cricket and netball are a part of. But, um, yeah, it's pretty remarkable what they've gone and done. Uh, I was watching uh, Offsiders this morning. They were talking about... Um, that the fact that there had been sort of murmurings behind the scenes about potentially a sort of joint union or at least a body of all women's sporting teams actually getting together to try and create some kind of a union. Have you heard anything on, on that front uh, of something sort of cross sports? No, um, I, haven't heard, I haven't heard of that, but I certainly know um, or am aware of netball, uh, I'm sorry, female sporting bodies struggling a lot um, and needing a lot of help around certain things. You know, I hear... Um, or I've heard stuff in the past with hockey in particular. Um, I know netball even having some of the conversations with basketball, particularly from the women's perspective. A lot of the female formats, even if they have a male counterpart, operate in very different environments with different struggles and all of those sorts of things. So, yeah, it wouldn't be surprising if something like that did get put together. 
I mentioned earlier about sort of what's in it for cricket and it feels like they're all competing for the same entertainment park. Do you do you feel like they can all coexist, that there's, you know, how saturated the sporting landscape is that we can have the amount of professional sport that we do in this country? Oh, absolutely you can. And, you know, to be honest, I think that's kind of the beauty of it at the moment is where uh, women's sport is heading and all these sports coming through. And, you know, there's a lot more opportunities for young girls to play in anything. And we obviously saw what the Matildas did only a few months ago in putting soccer really on the map for, for girls here in this country. And I think it's great. I certainly think that they can coexist. And I know being a netballer and I look at, you know, other athletes and female athletes in particular, they're just incredible role models. Um, and I really think that they deserve the recognition that they um, do deserve, um, that that certainly comes to the forefront. And, you know, I think they generally work pretty well together. And, yeah, I certainly think that they can coexist together and, and everyone really thrives. How deep in the weeds have you got on the whole negotiation? I know you're not a current player, but as a <laughs> former member, have you been sort of following along closely? Um, yeah, I've been following along quite a bit. And, you know, I think the biggest thing for me, there's obviously you touched on it right at the start around the financial elements of the game, which is what Alyssa Healy's comments were around, where she's like, I don't know why there's no Mm. money. And that's been a big thing for the Players Association for as long as I can remember. It's been around the transparency around the financial state of Netball Australia because they do want to really work well as a playing group with Netball Australia. And um, that's something, as I said, that we've always struggled with. It's a part of what they're talking about now in these current contract negotiations. And then the big one is around that revenue share model as well, which is um, really a sticking point. But it's quite sad, to be honest, um, the state of the relationship between Netball Australia and the Players Association. And, you know, for me... I guess it's really concerning once this is all eventually, which hopefully isn't too far away, signed off on, um, then what's going to continue to keep happening with that relationship because, yeah, it certainly hasn't been great for the last few years. I heard Bianca Chatfield talk about it last week, about you know, players unable to pay their mortgage. Some players can't sign a lease given that they're, you know no commitment as to what money looks like coming forward, what, what they're going to get, when they're going to get paid. So some of them have actually moved back into their family home. Uh, and these types of stories, I, I know in a lot of other sports, the old collective bargaining agreement would essentially just roll over. Is it surprising that the players are, are getting nothing, that basically they're just not getting paid at all at the moment and the, the games are continuing? Clearly the, the Diamonds are in action again tomorrow night. Yeah, well, the Diamonds, um, you know, they obviously they operate under a completely different negotiation um, and there's things, I think, with that which have, have rolled over. But I think with everything that's happened with this one, because of the SSM, particularly with the introduction of a new team, we obviously lost um, the Collingwood Magpies at the end of the 23 season. So they've introduced a new a completely new side. So even the team player agreement, uh, team agreements haven't even been signed off on yet either. So it's not just the player agreements, but also the team agreements that need to get sorted. So unfortunately, they're not in a position to properly, I guess, really roll it over um, and to be able to make that, I think, uh, I guess, a, a viable solution for everything that's going on at the moment. Is the end in sight, do you think? Are we getting closer? Uh, well... You you kind of think it's still got to be a few weeks away. I think Netball Australia only this week came out and said that they were going to agree to mediation. So there's obviously a process around getting that sorted. Um, These negotiations have been going on since the start of the year. So then there's a lot of information that sort of needs to get discussed. And 
um, given to the mediators before then hopefully some progress can start getting made. So you would still expect it's going to be at least a few weeks. But, um, yeah, I know there's teams that are planning pre-seasons for, you know, November. So whether or not they're actually in a position to do that, who would know? Uh, Nat, your time's greatly appreciated. Thanks for uh, for coming on and, and sharing your insights. It's uh, it's an extraordinary step in the, the sporting landscape and um, good on the Aussie cricketers. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much.